the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. Hello, this is the Live Big Broadcast. Today we will hear a classic message from Bishop Greer. We believe this word will bless you, so let's get into this classic teaching as we continue our previous broadcast. Everything that lessens, everything that reduces humanity, do you have an idea of what happened on that cross? Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. All the curses we deserved came on Jesus. So that all the good Jesus deserved could come on us. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a what? Curse for for it's written. Cursed is everyone. Who is hung. On. a pole. The three major words translated curse in the Old Testament. We're not going to have a, a Greek lesson here. But the term used originally. Uh, There's several used for curse. But typically what the term curse means is reduced. Reduced circumstances, reduced power. It, It means less than reduced ability. He cursed um, Abel and the ground no longer gave its strength. So a curse is a reduction. In other words, you know you ought to be living higher, stronger, and better, but you're here. A curse is always, again, a reduction. He says here, curse is everyone hung on a pole. Now, that scripture in Deuteronomy spoke of of, of what Moses said. He said, listen, when someone is killed for a capital offense, typically what they do, they would kill them. And then they would impale the body, and they, or at least the head. They'd hang at least the head. And they would stick it on a stick to be an example for everyone watching. Jesus was crucified on the cross, totally humiliated. Jesus took our curse. You see, capital punishment, you know, that there was murder and, and, and there was a few things, but treason was also included. Adam committed treason. All of us have thought murderous and horrible thoughts. So Jesus hung on the cross. He became a shame, a reproach, disgraced, naked and alone for us. He became a curse for us. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28 and 15. We're making excellent time this morning. Let's. 
describe in a little greater detail what a curse is. However, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees I'm giving you today. You see, the the two polarities in God. See, God will not curse what he's blessed. The Bible said God blessed Adam and, and, and made him fruitful. So after God blessed him, he did not curse him. He cursed the ground. You need to understand, once you get born again, your spirit is blessed. He will not curse your spirit. But your body is still unredeemed. Your mind, will, and emotion, your emotions particularly, are still unredeemed. So even though he won't curse your spirit, you can have curses in your emotions, curses in your thinking, curses in your body, curses in your house, curses in your relationship. He said, listen, two sides here. This curse is still out there. The early part of Deuteronomy said, blessed are you if you obey all these words. These blessings will overtake you. Blessed are you in the country, county, yada, yada, yada. He said, listen, I need to share with you the other side. I would not be a good pastor if I did not share with you the other side. If you do not obey the Lord your God, you will be cursed in the city. I mean, you had it hard when you lived in D.C. Then you moved out to the suburbs, got the same problems. Curse in the country. No matter where you go, trouble follows. Don't raise your hand, but anybody ever been here? 19, skip. You will be cursed when you come in and when you go out. You go inside from the rain only to find your pipes are broken right above you and it's dripping on your head. Or you're hot on the inside, you go outside to catch a breeze and the wind stops blowing. Murphy's Law is a curse. The Lord will send on you curses. Confusion is a curse. You hear me? Anybody confused in here? Don't, Don't raise your hand. Christ redeemed you from this curse. In a little bit, we're going to talk about how to get free. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion, and rebuke, which is constant resistance in everything. And I can't get a break. Everything I say, do doesn't work. In everything you put your hand to. I mean, this is, this is all that comes in. This is serious. You don't want to get under God's curses. Until you are destroyed and come to sudden ruin because of the evil you've done in forsaking him. You think you're doing God a favor by coming back to him. You're doing yourself a favor. But God is so kind. He he loves you and he receives you. The angels have a party anyway. He said the Lord will plague you with diseases until he's destroyed you from the land you're entering to possess. I mean, it goes on. Let's skip to 25. It's just too much. You have to read that on your own. I'll, 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 you know, want B.B. King to show up, start singing the blues. He said, the Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. This is the classic definition of a loser. A curse will make a constant loser out of you. 
You will come at them from one direction, but flee from seven, and you'll become a thing of horror, a reproach. People are like, I don't want to be like that guy, even though he goes to church. And all the kings of the earth. In other words, you can't win for losing, and it goes on and on. Galatians 3 and 13. I hope that by now you may be recognizing some curses on your life. Maybe it, mom and dad and them had it operating in them and passed on to you. They call them generational curses. Um, I, I don't always like the way that subject's ministered on, but I think there's some truth there. Could have been something you did the time you touched that thing you shouldn't touch. It opens you up. Your behavior opens you up to the demonic. That behavior is cursed, and just like, again, flies are attracted to stink, demons are released through cursed behaviors. So when you did that cursed thing, demons have impacted you psychologically, you've not yet been able to get free. That's a curse. Or maybe, you know, for a lot of people, they curse themselves, and we'll talk about that next week. Maybe it's the words of your own mouth, and maybe you're cursing your children. You will never amount to much. You can't do anything. You're a scaredy cat. You're a wimp. You're, a, you're, you're, you're not a lady. You're, you're, you're a tramp. You know, all those words. Curses. And when it sticks in the human psyche, the enemies, the fly, the Lord of flies smells that. I smell stink. And all of a sudden they start buzzing around. Flies don't buzz over cologne and, and freshly washed people the same way. People that have dung smeared over their bodies. Sometimes it's relationships. I know it me. I want you to understand something about ministry. And, and again, I'm not going to back up. I'm just going to tell you the truth. When God calls someone into the ministry, it's, 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 an, it's, it's a fearful thing because when God plans to ordains to release his anointing through you and in your life, all types of demons... All types of, man, you become a lightning rod. You see, Abraham had such a call in his life, but God does something to protect certain folks on planet Earth. And he said this to Abraham. He said, listen, Abraham, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And I remember when I was first called into the ministry, and uh, I was scared because uh, I didn't know much. I knew I was going to make mistakes. Um, I read parts of the Bible, and I, I, and I heard a call, and I didn't understand the parts I read. And then there were some really, really strong religious people that seemed to hate everybody and anything that wasn't like them. And I was going to enter into this world that I wasn't raised in and knew nothing about. And God spoke to me, the two sides of this. He said, son, listen. I will bless those who bless you. And that was comforting. Son, everybody that adds to you, everyone that speaks well, everyone that helps you on your way, because, son, it's really not about you. It's about me and your assignment in planet Earth. He said, everyone who blesses you, I will release a blessing on them. And I have watched that over the years. Then the other side. He said, everyone who curses you, diminishes you. See, you may not have called me out of my name. But if you become a stumbling block, 
If you become my preoccupation while I'm preaching when I should be doing something else, but I got to think about what you're doing. Everyone that curses you, that reduces you, makes you less than you should be. Everyone that will stand in the way of your potential in me. Again, it's not about you, son, about me, though. I will curse those who curse. And I have watched it over the years. I watch people curse me. Then they build relationships with other people that curse me. And then they're surprised that nothing's working in their life. Because they think they were attacking me. No, they were attacking the one who called me and sent me. And the devil loved it. God wept. But the devil loved it because he said, look, Father, there's a curse over their behavior. And you can't, you can't stop it until they repent and turn. And that's why some folks, they will never be right in their life till they get it right. With certain people in their lives. That was scary to preach, but it's true. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone who hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order. See, Jesus was cursed so that we might be blessed. He redeemed us in order. Is anyone out of order here? You need to get in order. If you're dealing with curses in your life, you are out of order. You need to get those curses on the cross of Calvary. And we'll spend the last five minutes talking about that. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come on you and I, Gentiles who don't even know the law, through Christ Jesus. Saints, you don't have to live with a curse on your life. That's why Jesus' message was repent and believe. When you, you, you change your beliefs, you get free from a curse. When you change your, your thinking, your mind becomes renewed with the word of God. The curses can't penetrate that. That's why we're learning and teaching church. Because a lot of folks get happy, but they leave here cursed. Or leave church cursed, not here. But they got the same curse. Because there's, there's nothing been, 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 been put in their minds. Jesus said it this way, a demon will come out, but he'll leave for a little while. You get happy, maybe he'll go. I mean, you do your praise thing and pray, you know, thank God. And, and you know, he steals the destroyer and all that. And the devil has to leave. Then the Bible said he comes back with some friends. And he finds a place swept and empty. Why do I labor the way I labor? So when the devil comes back, it's not empty. That is filled with the truth of God's word. The person of God is standing behind the thing you're thinking about. You understand? But a lot of us are excited. And we think that's the infilling of the Holy Spirit. He's also the spirit of truth. And we need to let him fill us with our truth that sets us free. Free from curses. Free from demons. Free from every malintention. How do you get free from a curse? First thing is turn, repent. That was Christ's message. Change your thoughts and belief. True freedom starts in the mind. You see, 
When you get saved, your spirit is redeemed. But you got to get that cursed thinking. That, that, that mindset that attracts poverty, sickness, disease. You understand everything in the curse. The mindset that attracts brokenness, it's a curse. And you need to let the light of righteousness begin to, to build in your mind. It starts as a seed, but then it grows and displaces everything in its way. The first thing you need to do is turn. Have a change of mind. Repent. Say, Lord, that was wrong. My behavior was wrong. There's a curse on lying. There's a curse on stealing. There's a curse on being cheap in the house of God. We won't go there today. Freedom starts here. The second thing is to renounce it. You have a change of mind. You see what's right. But renouncing is really still part of the repentance process, if you want to be honest. But I want to pull it out, lest you miss the step. It's saying, Lord, I was wrong. I sinned. And Lord, I don't want any part of it now or in my future. See, the problem with a lot of y'all is is y'all push this thing as far as you can go. You get right to the edge of saying, well, you know, I have freedom and I get away with it. Can you? I'm not trying to push to the edge and find out how far I could go without falling over. You renounce it and say, I want no part of it in my present or my future, God. Give me strength never to go back. I hate it. You see, that's another problem. The Bible said Job is skewed evil or hated, big word. I, I, I remember talking about some great evangelist. And I said, Lord, what's the key to this man's success? And he said, he hates sickness. You see, a lot of us don't hate our sin. That man had tremendous healing ministry because of the divine indignation of God. He saw people being less than they ought to be. And he would hate it. And something would rise up. And freedom will be released. But the problem with us is we don't really hate our sins. We just hate we got caught. I've learned to hate my sin. Not defending my sin. I look for a group of people to support me in my sin. Hate it. And when you finally hate it, you'll be free from it. See, I can't stop smoking cigarettes. You don't hate it. That's why you like the way it feels. And until you get sick and tired, until you hate it, I smoke too. And I didn't just smoke tobacco. (laughs) But until you hate it, this is going to take my child's daddy away from them earlier than he should. <laughs> talking about legalism, don't do this. I'm talking about wisdom. Repent. Renounce. I hate it. I hate. See, a lot of us don't hate the world. You think I'm talking about worldly people? No. God says friendship with the world is hatred toward God. 
If you don't hate the world and what the world's doing with folk, you're not going to be free from worldliness. But the thing is, a lot of folk kind of love, oh, the world, I, 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 oh, they're doing so good in the world. And it's this esteem for the world. So you're never going to be free from worldliness. Until God gives you insight, revelation to the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. Then finally something right, and you hate it. When you start to hate it, there's a freedom that comes. We need to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and strength, but we also need to hate evil. Because I love my children, I would hate the dog that would try to harm them. And I'd shoot it with a gun, beat it with a bat, because I love. You see, because I love him, I hate the works of darkness. I hate Satan. And, and the more I know him, the more I hate. That's why Jesus flipped over tables. Love is not dispassionate. He hated people playing church and being exploited. Now, let's go back. Repent. Renounce. But thirdly, place your faith. In the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. After you repent and renounce, say, Lord, Jesus, you became a curse for me to redeem me from this curse. So, Lord, I see my curse on you. You see, all the good. See, Jesus, you took all the bad, all the curses I deserved on you so I could receive all the good that was due you. So, Lord, I've repented, I've renounced, and Jesus, I see you bearing the penalty of my sin, the penalty of my curse. The curse stops with you, Jesus, and it goes no further. You bore it. And when that starts to stick, all healing that was hard comes easy. Things that were difficult begin to change. We see, he bore my shame, my he bore my punishment, the chastisement of my peace was upon him. By his wounds, I am free, I am healed. The curse. And this last one's obvious. Repent, renounce. Put your faith in Christ's redeeming power at the cross. Literally. See, see, and I keep dealing with sexual stuff, forgive me. But see your adultery on the cross. See a homosex on the cross. See, I don't know, your, weird, your, your internet habit on the cross. Jesus, you, you, you bore that. The penalty of that. I renounce it, Lord. I hate it. I turn, Lord. I see the light. Now, Jesus, you carry the penalty. And now, Jesus, let me experience your freedom. It's for freedom that Christ has set us. The last point here is obvious. You repent, you renounce. You see your curse and the penalty of your sin on the cross. But lastly, you do right. Don't just become a faith being without doing what Jesus tells us to do. Luke 11 and 28, lest you think I'm in the Old Testament. You want to get free from a curse? Get under the blessing. I mean, you used to do cursed behavior. God says, now do blessed behavior. I mean, you don't need, you don't, don't need any education. You don't need anything to understand that. It's raining outside. Okay, get under the umbrella. I mean, a two-year-old could do it. Right? You don't want the confusion that comes from the curse. 
You don't want to be a loser because of the curse. You don't want to, to run from your enemies because of the curse. What does Jesus say? Get under the blessing. Jesus replied, blessed rather are those who not only hear the word of God, but obey it. When you hear and obey, you get under the blessing. And you don't have to worry about nobody's curse. What I want everyone to do here as we close out. I want everybody to begin to operate fully free from any curse. I've had people place curses on me. I wish doc. Actually, we went to one village and, 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 and our, our, our piano player led. Uh, I'm sorry, our, our, our drum player led a witch doctor to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And, and uh, listen, Larry hadn't even read the Bible at that particular point. But Larry was blessed. And the witch doctor saw the blessing of God on Larry. And I, actually, I might have led him in the prayer, but still, it was Larry that, that, that the witch doctor seemed to really, really like. Uh, the point is, saints, if you're living with any curses in your life, we need to renounce, we need to repent. We need to put it on the cross of Calvary. And we need to do, what did he say to the woman that was caught in the act of adultery? Go and sin no more. We need to go in the strength of the Holy Spirit and don't return to those things that release those curses into our experience. Every head down, every eye. This has been a classic message from Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org slash salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org slash salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.